Good morning, good morning. Yes, Father, my hands are up. Yes, Father, in an upward position. Yes, Father, my heart is open. My heart is up. Yes, Father, open and up. Upward, 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 upward. Open, open, open. Available, available. My mind, open. My mind, available. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. My spirit is tuned, aware. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. My flesh is under total submission. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm hungry for what you have prepared to come to pass this day, step by step. Not my thoughts, not my ways, not my feelings, not my emotions. I bow down to you in your ways only, Father. I cast down anything that exalts itself in my life that doesn't exalt you, Father. This is a new day, Father. This is a new day, Father. Father, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel more confidence. I feel, I feel more determined. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel more than I can ask or even think. I feel, I can feel people's response due to how you used me to go out today. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel them looking at you. I feel they know it's because of you. I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel. I feel, and I see, I see, I see your glory. I see that only you can do. I see, God, that's you, 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 you be glorified. You be magnified. You, you, you. It don't matter what I look like. It doesn't matter. I am who you say I am. And I say you are who you say that you are. Yes, Jesus. I rededicate my life to you. Yes, yes, yes. Here are my ways. And even exchange for your ways. Here are the thoughts. Even exchange for your thoughts. Your deeds. Yes, God. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for waking me up. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Your will be done on this podcast. Today, God, in my life. Today, God, in every area. Yes, God. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, God. Yes, God. Make a song out of it. Yes, God. Yes, God. Do what you do. Yes, God. No boundaries. No burdens. No strongholds. No lack. No anything that is beneath who we are, my God. Everything is a song now. A sweet melody. Me waking up is a song. Me opening oh my eyes is a song. Me hearing what you say is a song. Me stepping out on faith is a song. Me being bold for your kingdom is a song which sets off a sound. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ministering, ministering to my mind to command my mind today to function as it ought to which means to tell my body how to function, my organs how to function, my spirit, my soul, my body, my emotions, how to function as they ought to function. Good morning, good morning. Years ago for a long time, when I used to go to sleep, I would pause my breathing sometimes in my sleep, it will pause, you know, for a matter of seconds. And it will alarm me every time it happened. It would cause me to jump on my sleep and be like, <gasps> and gasp for that, that breath that was not accounted for, that was paused. And I didn't want to tell my mother or anybody. I didn't want to alarm anybody because sometimes people, you know, they love for you can cause them to have you to feel more nervous or even 
try to feel ways that you don't even feel, embracing fear and embracing worry and all these things. And then starting to put on names to things that we done cast down on the cross. So I never, you know, even looked up what this can be. I just know that I had some symptoms every time I go to sleep. It's like it's always an interruption in my sleep. And like I'll stop breathing for a couple of, you know, seconds. And it will have me to wake up or be times in my sleep I'm gagging and I have to wake up due to too much gagging. Like I'm choking, gagging in my sleep. And I'm like, God, what is this? Educate me on to what to cast down by name. Because there's nothing more alarming than to be woken up out of your sleep. You know, waking up out of your sleep or my sleep due to not being able to breathe for a couple of seconds. And I was like starting to be afraid. I was like, God, what if it went to seconds to minutes? I would have passed out in my sleep. What is this, God? What is this? And God said, this is what I want you to do. He never told me a name to it because there is no name above every name. I mean, excuse me, there's a name above every name. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But uh, what he said to me, I want you to minister to your mind and have your mind to minister to your body. You declare and decree to your mind and have your mind to declare and decree over your body because the mind controls the body. The mind tells the body when it's hot, when it's cold, when it's hungry, when it's emotionally disturbed, when it's excited, when it's aroused, when it's not. God said the mind tells the body everything. How to feel, how not to feel, what to get, what not to get, when you're tired, when you're sleepy. And God said, you have to command your mind because Satan would try to have us to, you know, have our minds be reprogrammed to saying things to the body the way that it was never created to function. For an example, somebody who's real, very traumatized due to whatever kind of difficulty they faced in life. Some people cut on themselves and they think that the pain feels good. So their mind's been reprogrammed to think that pain is good. And for those like we have lived of the world, we think that bad is good and being good is bad. You understand? So God have us to have our minds repositioned back how it's supposed to be to know what is and what's not. And we minister to our minds as to what we want our minds to declare over our bodies. Not today. The thing is, we got to take it day by day. Have no thought for tomorrow. Many of us like not next year, not 20 years from now. No, not today. You are not going to dysfunction today. No, you are not going to be disturbed today. No, you are not going to be moved today. No, you are not going to feel pain today. No, you are not going to be worried today. No, you are not going to be agitated, not going to be greedy, not going to be lustful, not going to be anything other than Christ-like today. And because that's a thought, now your mind has to release that and mimic that information into the body. And there goes there it goes. There goes the wholeness. There goes the assurance. There goes the affirmation. You understand? Just because you are who you are and God connect people to you or connect people to me, everybody not going to like that. Some people going to say stuff. Some people going to say stuff. Some people going to think they can take away from you. Tear down your hopes and dreams. Some people are going to try to close a door. But guess what? When God opened that door, can't nobody close that door. Some people try to rewrite what God written concerning you and your Lamb's book of life. 
But you cannot be, I cannot be moved. We cannot be disturbed. We cannot be angry. We cannot afford to look at someone less significant than who they are. Somebody could smack me in my face. And guess what? My response would be, are you done? Are you done? It don't matter how hard they hit me. I could have a black eye. My reaction would never be, you're going to get one too. No, 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 no. I don't belong here. You don't belong here. These ways don't belong to me. You just smacked me in my face. Now, this didn't happen. I'm just saying, this is how I feel today. Today, today, not tomorrow. I'm not thinking about tomorrow because tomorrow is actually greater than today. This is how I see it. Are you done? You're being rude to me. Are you done? Talking about me. Are you done? Are you done? Gossiping about me. Are you done? Trying to stop the God in me. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Good. Now let's begin where we left off. Where we love each other, kind towards each other. Let me tell you like this. Any of us can be used by God and cause people to come back to him. You know why? It's not us that are doing the work. It's not us. It's not us. It's not us. Many of us say right now, I don't have to do all that. Look at them over there. Look at them. See, now you're looking and searching to find what people are doing. Look, look, doing too much. That's not even how heaven talk. Heaven says more than what you can ask or even think. Get busy. Why you feel intimidated? Why do I have to feel intimidated? Because somebody's getting busy. God used people to shopping us due to them getting busy. So now, Father, what do you have me to do? I'm also in this game. I'm not hesitant. When you see people moving, and I mean not those who trying to be a busybody, want to be seen and heard. I mean those who are on a rise and God is moving in their lives. You understand? Many of us trying to put names on people. You want to be seen and heard. Always want to be doing this. Always doing something. Chill out. So that's pretty much saying sit down and shut up. And God say no. Go out and speak about the goodness of me. <sighs> Hallelujah. Don't you let your emotions try to talk to you. You better command your body. God have Martin Luther King chasing me down. A vision of Martin. That's your vision, Quinesha. You're not doing what he done. You in a greater generation. I'm showing you your purpose. I'm showing you the vision. There's no escape to how I created you. Now go forth. Yes, I'm going to keep showing you Martin. I'm not going to allow that vision to escape you. Everywhere I go is Martin, Martin, Martin. If I even come around you, we're going to see something about Martin. You best to believe. Went to a sister in Christ's house yesterday. What I see? As soon as I got in, Martin. The statue, the memorial of Martin. God said, this is a remembrance. This is a remembrance. This is a sign for you to remember. Your time is short time. It's short time. No one's called to do anything small. You're no ordinary people. You're not an ordinary people.
Go out and show the difference. Many of us say all the time, God, I'll do anything. I'll go. I'll go. Here I am, God. Here I am. Okay, go ahead. Oh, okay, but God, I don't, I don't have enough money. I'm ready, God. I'm ready, God. Uh, okay, but God, um, I don't have enough resources. I, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I, 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 I. That's the problem. I, 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 I. We're putting attention back on man because of one man. We were made sinners. Oh, I, I. It's sinful to be afraid. It's sinful to worry. It's sinful to be hesitant. Got to keep their attention back on God because of another man. We were made righteous. It's not God. I, I don't know. God, what, what, what should I? What, I mean, what do I? I don't know what, where to go, what to do. How do I even get started? Father, Father. You have to remember, we have to work our way up. No one starts out on the top. But the thing is, many of us can feel nervous and hesitant because we have a vision. And we see the outcome of the vision. And it's greater than where we are. So we're determining where we're going, competing it to where we are. But where we are brings forth where we're going. So if we're hesitant of where we are in our current state, we're never going to go to fulfill what we see regarding where he's trying to take us. Hallelujah. I'm going out. I'm going all out for this. I'm going all out for this. I'm going all out. God had me to go out. You know, he may have you to go out a different way. You know, I got to give, you know, prayers and speeches. You know, I got to give speeches, motivational speeches. God don't have me just pull out a Bible. Hey, guys, turn to me to, uh, no. God had me to go out there and say, I care for you. I'm in front of the monument the other day. And I realized there's not enough speakers in the world for the voice that God placed on the inside of me. Come on, somebody. I am a microphone. Look at Christ speaking in front of thousands and thousands. There were no mics, but thank God for the inventions that he placed there for mics to be here. Christ just drew himself back so they all can see him. It wasn't so they all can hear him, but so they all can see the messenger. See the Messiah. Because they can hear. You can hear somebody without seeing. Somebody can be standing over you, taller than you, in the room when the speaker is right there speaking. But you can just hear but not see. And that's why Christ drew himself back so you can see. Because I know you can hear. Because anytime you can see the word and hear the word, then you're checked. I'm not trying to yell. I'm speaking lowly, very low. Because I didn't know how mighty our voices can actually be. And I don't want to be rude or wake anybody up. Even though these are words of God, we still got to be in order. I can't go in no library. Give Christ your lives, all of you. That's out of order. That's out of order. That's not an invitation. That's more of a vital declaration. I cannot go out and try to do anything. I cannot go out thinking about money. I cannot go out thinking about resources. I cannot go out thinking about how it's going to get done. When is it going to get done? I got to just go out. And as I go out and you go out and take steps of faith, how God lead you to go out and lead me to go out, everything going to fall in place. Let it fall in place. Let it fall in place. But how can it fall in place if we're not taking those steps of faith? Take them, take them, take them, take them, take them, take them. See, thing is, many of us get hesitant because we're so used to wanting to be seen and heard. So we've been standing on other people's anointing, leaving off, leeching off, excuse me, other people's calling, other people's support. Now, here go God positioning us to do what we do. And many of us don't even know what to do because we've been doing what somebody else been doing. You understand? Some of us like right now, I don't know what to do. I guess I'm just going to give a speech. I'm just going to just preach the word. I'm going to preach like you preach. I'm going to pray like you pray. You ever seen somebody try to mimic you? The God in you? 
And there wasn't no grace for it. So it don't come out as it does for you. Many people study all day and night to mimic what you're doing. They have your results. And guess what? Got to go through a hop, skip, and a jump, and this and any other, and still not satisfy. You know why? Because you're not graced to bring it to pass. I can't do what you do. You can't do what I do. Let me see you go out there and do what God asked me to do. And let me try to think I can do what he asked you to do. Like my sister in Christ, she sings. That's not, that's how I know that's not for me. Now I can sing, but that's just not my purpose to keep continue on a tune like that. You can sing in your sleep. You can hear every note. Very clear. Any time of the day, you can wake up to it. I got to, you know, goggle and all that to, to get to close to where you are. I'm not graceful that. I get around the crowd, got to sing. I probably used to bathroom myself. Be scared. <laughs> I cannot do that. And many people try to do what I'm doing. Go in front of a crowd and try to, oh God. The crowd done chewed you up and spit you out because you're not grace to do that. You understand? Look how God blessing us like this. Stay out the way. Let me stay out the way. It's like I got one hand up in that, that sits. It's not a black power. It's not a white power. It's a God power. My fist is up in the air. And I'm going out like that today. God's power. You know, God said to me, and many would say to me, and that's how they drawing. You are a woman who out here on these, in these streets, on these highways, all sold out for the kingdom, so bold. And here we are in these fancy cars. Somebody even, they say to me all the time, these fancy homes and all these things, and yet we're in our bed and riding past looking at you. You are the for real, as Jesus is. You're not putting on no show. You're showing him by you showing up and doing what he asks. You denying yourself to go out in the streets like he said. You're not just speaking in front of a crowd who want to hear Jesus. I mean, it's good, but I'm going to tell you, it's nothing like reaching those who not even aware that Jesus is about to show up. Some people not taking, you know, their purpose as serious as you are. And many can look at you and I, oh, you're doing too much. I'm going to tell you like this. Don't be moved off of, you know, people's opinions or, you know, support system. It's good to have, but I'm going to tell you, it's not all that that's about. Because you and I are greatly supported by God in the kingdom. Because God and his kingdom never change. But people here change up a lot. Let you say something they don't want to hear. Let you miss a note or miss a scripture or, you know, gave a, given a wrong name about a scripture. Let you say something. People going to walk off on you. You understand? People going to walk off. And even those who stay right there with you, if they don't honor you, they already walked off. That's why Christ said to disciples, do you wish to follow them? Because in their hearts, they already walked off with the men. Because they was also puzzled about flesh of my flesh and drink of my blood. What? Now he's tripping. He felt the heart. He heard it. You feel like they do. Do you want to go with them? Or do you want to continue on with me? 
You think Christ don't see backbiting? People trying to stop people from prospering? Making up lies? You can't do this. We don't allow this. Come on, somebody. Let's not be rude. Let's not be disruptive when glory is present. What are you mad about? Say of God. What can I be mad about? Watching somebody else glorify God. Why would we allow jealousy, competition to creep in when Christ the one doing the work? So who are we competing with? It's not the vessel. We competing with our own savior? Doesn't that sound like Satan? He's the one that's jealous. He's the one that's envious. God said to me some functions I was going to attend. God said, Kodesha, I don't want you to go. Never even told me that I wasn't going to go. I got all these plans and set up. All of a sudden, I'm like trying to make things work that's not working. Okay. Okay, so this happened. So this got to happen. This happened. So this can happen. Father, I'm going to this, to that. God said, you're not going. And I know why I have you not to go. Because you're on a mission. There's no room for you anymore to feel like you understand dishonorable, rejected, disrespected, betrayed. I had you to subdue those things because look how it have you to be today. Look how I prepared the way for you to stand. Now look at you. All you do is anything that you do, you know how to stand. And you stand so well. You follow my teaching. Even when you didn't want to, Quinesia. I will have you to go and watch somebody talk and say things about you maliciously. And you sat there and you subdued it. I was showing you what it's like not to be moved. And now that you're not moved, now you're like, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. I want to go where I'm not invited. I want to go where dishonor is present because I have something that's more powerful than that. Let's go shut that up. And God said, now that you know who you are, knowing where I'm taking you, I'm not going to have you around foolishness because I'm glorifying myself in your life. I don't want you to see what I'm about to do regarding people and their taunting, dishonoring, trying to shut people up, lying on people, doing all these acts. They want to say it's in my name's sake. And we read about it, like God said, we read about every day. What's the outcome of doing these things? And act as if, oh, ye little hypocrite, you. That's what God is saying. He's addressing all the hypocrites. God is addressing all the hypocrites. I'll do anything for you, God. Okay, go. Uh, But God, oh, you hypocrite. I walk in love. But I hear you behind the four walls of your home talking about this, talking about that, discussing this, making negative motives about that. Oh, you hypocrite. I'm in this for you, God. I'm not in this for me. Look at me, everybody. Look at me. Look what I've done. And want to receive glory due to other people's acceleration due to what God is doing. Oh, I'm the cause of them opening that business. I'm the cause of them getting that degree. I'm the cause of this. I'm the cause. No, to God be the glory. Oh, you hypocrite. Come on, somebody. It's just like the five women who's about to miss their visitation. 
and five women don't just mean five women. It means people, period. Because the bridegroom is watching us every day. And the visitation is going to come when we least expect it. That's why he said, at any time. Now that we have seen and heard and understand the word, now we are changed. So we're in position to receive the visitation, being aware how to be open to embrace the visitation. But many of us are losing sight as to who we are due to what we thought was going to happen that night. But the thing is, let me tell you like this. It shows our godly character. God had me to get in front of all of you and say I married the wrong man. Now, have you ever heard me once say, it's his fault? What he did is because of you? No, you heard me say, God says it's not it. You understand? How many times God can come to us and say, that's not your husband. That's not your wife. That's not your business. That's not your life I have for you. That's theirs. That's not yours. Look what I have for you. Many of us don't even want to begin that conversation with God. We still stuck off what we thought. And God is like, you thought wrong, but because you've been made right, let me show you your righteousness. And many of us saying right now, do our demonstrations. I don't want to see my righteousness. I don't want to see your plan. I want the plan that I thought belonged to me. But there's going to be something missing. Does it matter? It's going to be something lacking. Does it matter? Don't even know what we're asking or even thinking because we're not under God's influence. He's trying to take us up out of that influence. And look what we're doing, guys. When we think like that, we get other people involved. Look what's happening. Look at this person. Look at that person. They're doing this to me. You looking around, searching around like a roaring lion, seeing what you can devour, moving just like Christ. I mean, just like Satan. And we was just moving like Christ. Looking around, see who we can bless. Now you look around, see who you can curse. Come on, somebody. And I, I think it's very, very immature and very, very selfish when we do those things and have innocent people who've been building for a long time, doing the will of God and walking in love. And because we're telling them things and they're going to be on our side because they love us and honor us. And now we all walking around doing things that's not of God, saying things that's not of God. And think God don't see it. Think God don't hear it. Think God don't know. I hear what you're saying at home in the bed. I hear what y'all plotting up. I hear what your message about. That's not even about my glory. You trying to pinpoint faults at them. Trying to cause them to be hurt. You're taunting. You being haunted by taunt. Being haunted by anger, confusion, and bitter. Shame on you. Why do you think your lives are frustrating? Why do you think you're looking as if it's not prospering anymore? Why are you frustrated, God say? You know why you're frustrated? Or oh, I could be frustrated? Because we're trying to work something that can never be worked. Because he already the one who worked it out. You understand? <laughs> you ever had a friend in childhood? You know, you in school or a family member and... Somebody just up and just do things disrespectful to that family member. And you just, you know, help them out. 
I helped them out. Even when we was in school. How about this? God said, do it this way. Okay, how about this? You have a family member that has an issue with somebody that you don't have an issue with. And the family member be looking at you like you supposed to be on my side because you're my friend. You're my family. So whoever I don't like, you don't like. And many of us feel like, well, that's not my character. They never done nothing to me. That's between y'all two. No, what I don't like, you don't like. And because many of us are not doing that or have done that, people could try to penalize without penalizing people because they're not coming alongside on what we're saying. I don't like, so you don't like. But they never done anything. So what? And because you decide to still, you know, engage, they try to find ways. How can I cause this? How can I cause a disturbance, a distraction? Now, where are those words coming from? Where are those deeds coming from? Even when we go to the family or friends or schoolmates or colleagues and say, this person is doing this. If we're focusing on God, we won't be focused on anything other than that. So we keep coming to people ear about disturbances and we're retaliating due to what we're hearing. Look, now we all done became entangled. We all done fell into diverse temptation. I'm not, I'm not a person that's going to lie. And I'm not going to allow you to lie to me. If I be quiet, I'll just be quiet. But if it keep being said, I'm going to say it respectfully. No, you don't honor me. You used to. You know why you stopped. You know why you don't. You know what you're doing. Don't act as if you don't know. See, one thing I never did or God always had me not to do is to, you know, try to play like I don't like I don't see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Try to fake the phone. Like, I don't see that. Oh, you see it. Everybody see it. I see it. You see it. Even though we don't pay attention to it, but if it's an opportunity present to be honest about it, be honest about it. How that look? We waving. Hey, how you doing? And I know you can't stand me. Hey. And you know you waving back. I can't stand her. I can't stand him. Hugging each other and, and you knowing how you feel about that person. That's why Christ say, ah, oh, Judas, betrayal with a kiss. Mm. You use a form of love to do an act of evil. Hmm. Spirits cannot jump in us unless we allow it to. And if you allow a spirit to jump in you, it's going to jump in. If you notice you're acting different, not acting godly, being disrespectful, that's a spirit. Searching around and seeing what's going on. In somebody else's life or thinking somebody else like this and that. Having people to determine your level of worth due to a level of fame. When we all famous in the kingdom. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me explain what a competitive spirit looks like. Whenever somebody does something, it goes back and do something else. It's like it tries to top, but you can't out top God. 
No one can. You ever see somebody trying to compete with you? You're not even doing anything, but doing what you're supposed to do. We're on a mission. We all are. Some people's hearts are so hard that God won't even have me to come near. Mm-mm. That's why Christ left his hometown. The dishonor is too present that you can't even come near. And even God wouldn't even have you to come near me or have me come near you. Because the hearts are too hard. We got to stop playing games. Stop lying and acting like we don't know things. You know it's there. You know what's going on. I told God what last week or well, a couple of days ago, I'm not pretending I don't know I'm about to marry this man. I'm not going to go and parade it up and down. But I'm going to tell you like this, I'm not ashamed. I'm moving in order. It'd be a day and time where you see the glory of God regarding of manifestation naturally. But until then, let me enjoy my preparation as you enjoy yours. Regarding whatever God is doing. I'm not going to sit there and pretend to myself. I'm not going to cheat myself short or treat myself short. I'm worth being here too. I am somebody too. I'm a child of God too. I'm blessed and favored too. Many of us have people to think, no, you're not. Because, because I said you're not. And guess what, guys? We got we can't do that. That's like if my son come home and say, Mom, this person bothering me, or my sister or anybody. One thing my family could tell you, they will tell you, you don't never take outside. It's not that. I'm on God's side. I don't care if you're wrong, you're wrong. I don't, mother, sister, you're wrong. You're wrong. You want me to say you're right? No, you're wrong. Fix it. See, some of us don't say that. We'd be like, oh, we just always see it's blood, natural blood. Oh, oh, you, oh, you messing with our bloodline? See? What about Christ's blood? We all connected. You understand? How dare I take up my family bloodline side over the truth? Not even hearing the whole side of it. I'm just going to go along with them because they said it. No, they're people too who make mistakes. They're people too. They're human. There's no need for both of us to look foolish. How about you don't even look like a fool because I'm not going to let you family, friend, or whoever you are. Come on, somebody. I notice how powerful I really am. I notice how powerful I really am. It's like when God had me to show up, things flow up. Things flow up. And that's how it's supposed to be. I really feel I'm as Jesus is. Can't nobody tell me otherwise. When I show up, look what happens. Look what happens. None of this stuff happened before I showed up. And God said, the thing is, Kalisha, it was always there. It's just that I anointed you, I crafted you to have the hidden things exposed unto you. So it was always there. It's just that when you showed up, it floated up. I caused you to float up things. So people could get rid of the issues of life and receive a life of godliness. And I'm going to tell you, it looks very disgusting to see issues floated up. It does. It looks like real big thigh-sized leeches. Like, imagine, look at a, think about a leech. And think about a leech being the size of your thigh that's coming up out of you like that. M- millions sometimes. So many of them. Because we carry these things around so long and they just sitting so deep.
I wasn't going to testify. Let me testify. I have a connection with a celebrity actress by the name of Taraji Henson. And I know you guys know who she is. Taraji Henson. Everybody knows about Taraji Henson. Baby boy, hustle and flow with uh, the empire. Taraji Henson. Think like a man. All these movies. God had given me a word at like two in the morning to give to her. I was like, Father, I'm, well, I'm going to get in touch with her. Not saying that we can't, but which way am, am I going to come? Email? I mean, you got to provide something. You can't just tell me to go to her. I mean, I need some information. This is not somebody I see every day. God said, you know, go this way. And I'm going to tell you what she said. <laughs> she messaged back. I went to bed, not even expecting her to say anything. I was just being used by God to release it, not even expecting her to, to say anything back. She was in her suite in a hotel, getting ready to do a movie, preparing a movie. And God, you know, had a word for her right while she was in her bathroom. Gave her a right now word, so powerful. And she messaged me back. Woman of God, let me tell you like this. Even though I'm in the entertainment business industry. Oh, I know me some God. And I know when I hear God. Because you don't know me. I never even heard of you. And you just said what I was just doing. So I know it's God, woman of God. I don't even want to, I don't even know how to pronounce. This is what she said. She typed like she talked. I don't even know how to pronounce your name. But I'm just going to say woman of God. I even looked up your profile. I see you from D.C. So am I. Southeast D.C. Born and raised. But let me say to you, woman of God. Thank you. Because I know this God. And for him to go out the way for me like that, to bring somebody who don't even know me, people that know me haven't even given me this. You don't even know me. Don't even think that I'm going to be going and, and look and read at what my fans say to me. Because I really do. I care about my fans more than anything. Because my fans, you know, bless me to be where I am. Sowing into my life like they do. This is what she's saying. She said, I get, you know, criticism to me all the day. Disrespect all day long from different people. But I don't look at that. I look at what my fans are saying, the positive things. And you are indeed a woman of God. You want anything? I'm, I'm trying to tell you. This is what she said. You want anything? You know, the Oscars, the Grammys coming up. I mean, you want a ticket, you know? I mean, you want, you're trying to get your foot in the door or something in the, you know, the entertainment industry. You, I mean, you want to be a, a, in a movie as an extra. I mean, I can, you know, help you get your foot in the door if that's what you want. And look what God had me to say back to her return. Freely it was given to me. Freely I'm going to give. You don't owe me nothing but to love me. Out of everything God had me to say, not yes. I, oh, yeah, girl, hook me up. God was like, freely it was given to me. And I, you understand? And so eager to say that. And her response was, just let me know. Just let me know. I said, I'm just, just being used to do what God had me to do. Thank you, woman of God. God gave me another word for her like months later after that. 
and she messages back immediately. It's like she's all like me. Always have, you know, I don't close out on nothing because I don't know if I'm going to miss an opportunity for somebody to come and need something. Because that happened to me many a times. I logged off Facebook. I logged off of, you know, my email or how people could get in touch with me. Or I turned my phone off and I turned it on. People were having prayer requests that I didn't answer. And, you know, people was, I had somebody that was suicidal. And I didn't know all night that they were thinking that. And I thank God for keeping them because I would have been like, oh, God, my phone was off. You wanted me to talk and pray with you. So that's why I keep it on. Not to be nosy. Be about my father's business. Because we know what it's about. Not about being nosy. It's about knowing what it's about. And she messaged back so quick. Yes, she thought I was going to say what I wanted something. Yeah, what, what is it? What is it? I don't care. I help you. I believe in helping people out. What, what you want your foot in your door? No. I gave her another word. She was like, you know what? You know what? With this word, come on now. God blessed you in my life like that. Such an angel. And she put up on her page yesterday, but I got a personal email, I mean, a personal message from her. And it's what the message said. That's why I say you never know who God will place in your path just to just be there. It's not always we how we always think, oh, you in my life. So you're going to, you know, sow into me and you're going to do this. And you understand? Let me let me give you guys this word, what she said. OK, God say, put it up this way. Yeah, my computer is just. What happened was I accidentally stepped on my computer. So the screen is all, you know, geez. Uh, I was like, oh, God, I stepped on it real hard. Let me find it, guys, please. Thank you. Let me go to uh, you know, the message that she messaged. And I was like, wow, wow. Um, this is what she said. This is what she said. Oh, Father, how can I find it? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay, this is what she said. God say, I, I remember it. <laughs> I'm trying to put up I'm on here with you guys, but this is what she sent to me personally. This is a time when God is exposing every evil deed that's being done and has been done unto you. This is a time of acceleration and God is addressing every evil spirit that tried to stop you. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. When people try to offer all that they can give and you not impressed, not talking about her, I'm talking about life, period, and you're not impressed, it caused them to look at you a lot different. My family had my whole life set out for me on my father's side. These, this, you're going to have the family house and heard the family business. You're going to have this and this and that. I'm going to write you a letter and get it notarized with the family's business that you don't have to work another day in your life and just receive six to seven, you know, digits a year along with what you keep from the family's business daily. You're well taken care of. You and your children's children. I even bought, my, I'm speaking for, you know, first person regarding, you know, my grandfather. I bought half of the cemetery 
so we can, you know, be together as a family when it's our time to go home and no one have to worry about no funeral causes. Your children's children, his children are blessed. I set everything up. I made sure my family going to always have. No one's going to ever have to work another day in their life. We got our own universities. We got our own this, our own that. And here go God using me. I don't want that. Excuse me? Everybody else, you know, enjoying it. You know, five-bedroom houses and he even owned dealerships. Go pick out your cars. I don't want that. Excuse me? Who are you to tell me you don't want? How dare you? I went through all of this for my family. And you don't want, how ungrateful can you be? It wasn't that. It's just that I wanted God. And God, you know, positioned it before me. It's either that life or my life. It's either, you know, the things that come along with me or me first. That's what God was saying. You want the things of me first? Or you, I mean, you know, you want me first or everything else added first? Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's so much better. I said, I want you first. So everything around me was like, choose, choose, choose everything else that come along with God first. And it caused me some things, a separation with my family, all that. But guess what? Look how it is now. God restored it back. Because now people realizing you made a wise decision. Because even when we got these five-bedroom houses and got these PH degrees from the family university and all these things and, you know, acres of land and, you know, CDs and all these, you know, this and trust funds and all these things we have. We don't have what you have. We want that. You may, you stood up for yourself in the family. You were the only person who did. You show, it's not that you showed them off, but you showed them a different way. You wasn't impressed by the things of the world. Many people are impressed. Many people will sell their soul for a buck. Not you, Quadisha. The devil tried to send people your way all your life to buy you, to buy your soul. Sometimes I was about to make that phone call when I was working and paycheck to paycheck I felt at the times and living in a building filled with mice at the time. And all I got to do is make a phone call. They go to my house. They go to my car. They go to the money that's, you know, afforded to me for my family. They go to my PH degree in the family's business. They go to my letter. My, they go to my golden ticket. A letter that I don't have to work another day in my life and still receive six to seven digits. And that's excluding the money you're going to make in the family business every day in your pocket. Oh, you're well taken care of, Quenisha, without even lifting a finger. My family don't work. It was like the movie Coming to America, for real though. When Hakeem came to, you know, New York, he was working in the, you know, the McDowell's place. You know what I'm saying? Not McDonald's, just McDowell. You understand? And his father was like, my son works. He was pissed. All this I have for you is for it to be grinded under you. What are you working? Why do you want to work? Why do you want to do things you don't have to do? And that's how I was with my family. You know, my father's side, you know, they're wealthy with all of that, you know, with the family bloodline, with legacy. But the thing is, legacy are not, legacies are not things that will perish. That business can change. That building can change. It's to us. We're the legacies. That's why God said, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth. And on my mother's side, they took that for real. My great-grandmother had 20 children and three sets of twins. 
Twins all over the place over there. And my grandmother has seven. My uncle has 12. They really believe in that. Got property in Israel and they just bought property in Tanzania. They're they're more fortunate on the side of luxury and you know, fuck y'all, 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 all that. <laughs> they were like that, but still with integrity and loving God. But they were just big like that. Their background was more like luxury, you know, party, casino, a lights, camera, action, mink coats, serving people. They believe in the, the finer things in life, but still had the values of life. Like my mother grew up in, you know, their house was, you know, had layers to it. You know, one layer is the money making machine. I'm just testifying what already been testified. Now I would never testify nobody's testimony. They already, you know, test. I'm just retestifying. You know, what I'm saying they talk about it all the time. <laughs> and you know, grew up with the, you know, money making machines, the casino, the, you know, people, you know, doing the gambling the scene, the red light. Then you got the middle floor. You got the blue light, the last floor, the green light. You know, they got all of that. You know, the music, the fur coats, mink coats, people coming in like it's uptown Saturday night. And that's how my mother's, you know, mother, mother, that's how they were. That's how my mother and them grew up, you know, doing well with hospitality, very good hosts, making sure you're good, that party lifestyle. But now people realize things change. It's not more so about partying. It's more so about, you know, the values of life, but still enjoy life at the same time. So they balanced it because it, that's how it's always about, you know, casino lifestyle. It was always that lifestyle over there, you know, the Smokey Robinson, the whole entire Motown family, three layers of the house, and this in the 60s, in the 50s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you understand? And they realize we have to balance this out. This is not what life is about. The mink coast of modeling up and down, have my mother in the modeling up and down in front of the guests who being served. And, you know, all you hear is a lot of transaction, money, money coming in and coming out, money making machines, people gambling, shooting craps and, you know, just, you know, got the music and people being served, that lifestyle. So each end, it was like that for me. And I said no to both ends. What? And to that end over there with the lifestyle, you're so, you know, private, you're so, you know, to yourself and you're not, you know, uppity, you know, you don't want to dress like, you know, you're uppity, even though I do dress well, but it's like, you don't act uppity. You don't have your shoulders hunched up. You don't walk like, you know, the walk, the walk. You don't speak like we speak and y'all, 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 y'all. You don't do all of that. You're not impressed by that. And you're on my father's side, you're not impressed by this. So I had to stay focused on God. It cost me something. It caused them to feel like I was disrespecting them. That's why David didn't bring, that's why, I mean, excuse me, Jesse didn't bring David in the house, not because he didn't love him. David wasn't like them. David wasn't impressed. His sons in there, all of them in there impressed to be anointed. David wasn't impressed. That wasn't his personality. He wasn't impressed because he wasn't impressed. When you walk in like God, you're not impressed. You honor people, but you're not impressed in the sense of you can be bought. Many of us being bored. And many of us thinking that it's God, you know, talking about other people with us. And it's not, it's Satan. And Satan will even try to bring the person in your path. Like you could be going somewhere and Satan have that person to be led to be there. To try to play with your mind. Especially play with theirs. And he'll go God on my behalf. Look over there. <laughs> Turn around. Oh, God. Seriously. Turn around. 
Even when a person could be walking past me or trying to be seen, God said, keep looking forward. Don't pay no attention. That's not for you. You know that's not for you. If that was for you, you would have been had it. That's not for you. You know what's for you. Just like we really got to think about it. How dare any of us to tell somebody what they can and cannot have? If God said anything belonging to me or anything belonging to you, we don't have to go ahead trying to make no points and prove nothing. No. Do you see me out here trying to prove anything? Or trying to, you know, make a point about anything? I'm out here in ministry. Care about that? That's beneath us. I know what God said to me and he's confirming me. I don't have to prove anything. Just keep watching. You're going to see the manifestation in the natural. Just like I'm going to see yours. But come on now. I come against any of us trying to stop somebody because of this and that. What we, you know, feel like. Come on now. We come too far for that. Hallelujah. And God said, Quidisha, you made a wise decision. My grandmother sold into my life. And guess what? That was the first time in that type of way. That's pretty much saying, you got it. You got it. Out the family bloodline, if anybody can mention a name, it's always a name to be mentioned in the bloodline. It's mine. And you may be the one in your name. If you're listening, I'm sure you are. Your name being mentioned in your bloodline is you. There's no escaping it. And as many times we felt like that, yeah, we weren't good enough. We always making the mistakes. We always messing up. And people even tell us, you always messing up. You always, and look, and look, and look, and look, and look, and look. We're the ones, we're the ones, we're the ones. And thank God for the support that we have from our family and friends. We're the ones, we're the ones, we're the ones. My cousin getting married, you know, on Sunday. I'm excited. Most of my family going to be there. I'm excited. I was like, God, what am I going to wear? I don't have nothing like fall colors. I wear like bright spring colors all year round. I'm light bright. They used to call me light bright. <laughs> and Punky Brewster. You're so bright. You're so light. It's cute, though. You just like light bright. They used to always call me, what's her name? Cindy Lopper. The one who sings, uh, girls just want to have fun. That, that song, excuse my voice this morning. I, yeah, that's how I know I'm not purpose to sing. Come on now. I will have to, you know, goggle and everything to get my voice to be how yours is. Probably wouldn't even be half as close, even if I did all that. I mean, people try to mimic, you know, somebody preaching. You can't mimic a pat, a preacher, a pastor, an apostle, an evangelist, a singer, a psalmist, you know, an actor, whatever, actress. We only grace to do what we grace to do. You understand? God presence, you, your presence is so powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Father, I want that. <laughs> yes, I want that. Yeah, yes, you know I do. God says it's so important to want what I have for you. It's so important. Guess what my glory is? Do you want my plan, Quenisha? <laughs> Father, what you think? God say, do you want my flag, Anisha? <laughs> Everything about it, yes. Because I know what it's like to want my plan. And you guys heard my and seen my plan. And many of you knew that wasn't God's plan. Looking at me like, look at her. Mm, We're going to pray for her, though. We're going to pray for her. She all right. We're going to pray. She's going to get it together. She's going to get it together. And look at me. Got it. Got it. 
Got it. Got it. Father, I just keep thinking about this man. <laughs> and the thing is, I love everything that you're doing, God. Everything. But I just keep thinking about, you know, that's like, like yeah, that, that. Yeah, that, God. And that's how God deal with us. God be like, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that. That gift right there. Yeah, that, that. Go ahead and release that. Yeah, that, that. And I find that with God. Yeah, Father, that promise right there. Yeah, that, 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 that. Yes, Father, that. Yeah. Go ahead with that. Yeah, that, that. Go ahead. Be, yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yes, Father, that. <laughs> you don't have to keep asking me. You know I'm going to keep saying yes. Yes, that. <laughs> God. <laughs> Father. <laughs> He getting, he's getting the kick out of keep asking me. You know, my answer not going to never. Oh, I get it. Our answers don't never change. Mm. Therefore, our response should never change. Mm. I got it. I got it. I'm starting to, you know, identify you in a message much more. Yeah. You know, how you go to class and you get the point of a lesson. I'm starting to get the point of the lesson much more now. Yeah. That's what God was, that's why he kept asking me. I just got it. Yeah. He want me to see that my answer is permanent and never change. And that's how he want us to never change regarding our, you know, purpose regarding God and our promises. Don't ever allow it to change. Don't say, oh God, I believe, but Father, it don't look like, or Father, it don't sound like, uh uh-uh, Father, I believe. I'm trying to tell you, I believe like never before. Yes, Father, that. (laughs) All of it. You be honest, all of it. Seriously, everything. Above, I can even ask or even think. Hallelujah. I done wrapped you guys. <laughs> I know, Father, don't use that term. Because God said, you don't want to wrap up what's already exposed. So, he's changing the way how we, you know, I talk. You know, because if we speak a lot of, you know, metaphors and, you know, indirect. God was like, mm-mm, if something bad, is bad. Don't look at nothing that look good and say, that's bad. That's a bad, no. Bad is bad, Quenisha. Good is good. Do you like that? Yes. Then say it's good. Okay. I said, okay. <laughs> yes. I think God have a great sense to want to get back on the road and drive again. I just want to drive. I'm saying all that right now. Get back on the road. God. <laughs> if it was just me on the road, it'd be something different. God darn. So many drivers on the road, you got to be, you got to drive for them. And you know me, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I visionize a lot. I'm always in the zone visionizing what's coming or what's happening to declare and decree. So to, to look at everything on the road and I'm looking at two worlds and three worlds at the same time. And then a reality in front of me about being on the road. That's a lot for a person with my anointing. It really is. It's like I'd rather be chauffeur than be behind the wheel. It has nothing to do with luxury. It has everything to do with my purpose of being here. Because I'm always perceiving information constantly. And sometimes I'm looking, you know, in, in heaven, I'm, I'm in heaven, you know, in the kingdom, looking at things and I'm on the road driving. Oh, make a left. Oh, yes, right. Make a left, make a left, make a left. You understand? So it's like that with me. Yeah. But I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Enjoy what you're doing. There's no such thing as you're doing too much. Keep doing what you do. Go ahead and glorify our father like never before. Go ahead now. <laughs> Go ahead now. I love you. Greater season us than Hughes in the world. I love you.